The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Zeal. If you want a good massage but don't have the time to get one, have the massage come to you with Zeal. You pick the time and the location. Have your next massage on demand at home. Our listeners can get $20 off their first massage with promo code BIGIDEA. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, May 11th. In today's news, President Trump berates his Homeland Security Secretary at a cabinet meeting. Senate Republicans blow up blue slips. And the president's plan to cut drug prices breaks yet another campaign promise. But first, the big idea. The GOP's uncivil war. There's a nastiness and bitterness in Washington right now. It's not just you. It's getting worse. A White House official mocked John McCain's brain cancer diagnosis during a staff meeting yesterday, and it looks like she won't face any consequences for doing so. Kelly Sadler, a special assistant to the president in the communications office who helps manage talking points for Trump allies and surrogates, made the comment about McCain during a discussion among White House staffers about Gina Haspel's nomination for CIA director. The Arizona Republican announced Wednesday that he opposes her because she wouldn't say that torture is immoral. Sadler at the White House meeting said, quote, it doesn't matter. He's dying anyway. A White House spokesman doesn't dispute that she said it, only adding that the administration respects McCain's service. The senator's wife, Cindy McCain, tweeted at the White House official in question and said, quote, may I remind you my husband has a family, seven children and five grandchildren. Sadler tried to call Megan McCain, the senator's daughter, and sources say the call didn't go very well. There's hostility in the White House right now after McCain aides reportedly conveyed that they do not want Trump to speak at his funeral. Instead, they want Vice President Mike Pence to appear. Meanwhile, a guest on the Fox Business Network yesterday argued in favor of torture because he said it, quote, worked on McCain. Retired Air Force Lieutenant General Tom McInerney took an ugly swipe at the senator, who spent more than five years as a POW in Vietnam. The general claimed that they called him Songbird John. PolitiFact says this is completely false. The host of the show on Fox apologized later in the day on Twitter, but not the guest. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one. Trump berated Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen in a cabinet meeting focused on immigration Wednesday. He was mad that the number of people arrested for illegally crossing the border with Mexico topped 50,000 for the second month in a row. Nielsen battled back, telling Trump that federal law limits what she can do to block the flow of undocumented immigrants. White House aides say Trump's tirade went on so long, over 30 minutes, that many in the room began fidgeting in their seats and flashing grimaces. Trump has never viewed Nielsen favorably. He complains to colleagues all the time that she's, quote, not tough enough, according to one senior White House official. He also doesn't like her because he sees her as a Bush person. She worked as a Homeland Security Advisor in the George W. Bush White House, which, in this president's eyes, is a negative. Now, the New York Times and Politico both report that Nielsen, who began the job in December, drafted a letter of resignation after that cabinet meeting. 
A spokesman says it's false and that she's not going anywhere. One problem if she did resign is that no one has been appointed to be deputy secretary of DHS yet. So if she did step down, there would be no immediate replacement to lead the crucial agency. Number two, Oregon prosecutor Ryan Bounds, Trump's nominee for a seat on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, was grilled during a Senate confirmation hearing for a spate of offensive articles he wrote as a student at Stanford in the 1990s. He criticized race-focused groups and questioned the value of cultural sensitivity training. He also urged the university not to lower the burden of proof in finding accused rapists in violation of university policy, writing that, quote, there is nothing really inherently wrong with the university failing to punish an alleged rapist, regardless of his guilt, in the absence of adequate certainty, and adding that, quote, expelling students is probably not going to contribute a great deal toward a rape victim's recovery. Bounds said during his hearing that the rhetoric was overheated, and he offered apologies for the, quote, tone of some of the pieces. He said they weren't as respectful as they should have been. But the more consequential story here is the way Bounds is poised to get his lifetime appointment. Senate Republicans are disregarding a century-old tradition, the blue slip, to jam this through as part of a broader campaign to remake the judiciary in Trump's image. Ted Cruz, the Republican from Texas, led Senate Republicans in pushing forward with the hearing, despite staunch opposition from both of Oregon's senators, Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley. The hearing proceeded despite neither of them returning the blue slip. This is a piece of paper used to signal approval of a nominee. When the slips aren't submitted by the nominee's home state senator, it has historically been treated as a veto of the nominee. One reason there are so many vacancies on the courts right now for Trump to fill is that Republicans refuse to return blue slips for judges picked by Barack Obama over the past eight years. Democrats honored the tradition, creating or leaving open many of these vacancies. Number three, Trump today will outline a strategy for reducing prescription drug prices, but his plan will not include Medicare negotiating with drug manufacturers. As he campaigned for the presidency in 2016, one of his biggest promises in his stump speech was embracing a long-standing Democratic proposal. He said he would get the federal government to use its buying power to negotiate lower drug prices for Medicare recipients. The proposal is very popular with voters, but not Republican politicians who have been battling it for years. Lobbyists for the big pharmaceutical companies persuaded the administration not to pursue this path. Congressional Democrats said they would like to work with Trump on plans to rein in drug costs, but they say the proposals he's rolling out are inadequate and won't make a real difference. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, May 11th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. 